places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again Hey everybody and welcome to the Where's Willie podcast. Join me, William Miller, as I travel the country talking to manufacturers of all types about their trials, tribulations, and triumphs in the industry. This show is brought to you by Koganay International America, Inc. Hey everybody, this is Will from the Where's Willie podcast show brought to you by Manufacturing Talk Radio and Jacket Media Company. Sponsored by Koganay International America, Inc. Think solutions, think quality, think Koganay. Now on today's show, my travels bring me to Pleasanton, California, home of Tico Technology. And today's guest is Mr. Scott Bailey, Director of Sales for Tico Technology. I am super pumped to have Scott because I've known him personally for 10 years as a friend, a mentor, and a manufacturing industry expert that I've leaned on about various technologies. Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, Willie, thanks for having me. Look forward to it. All right. So, you know, for our listeners, we talk all things manufacturing, whether you make a finished product or you're a company that serves the manufacturing industry in some capacity. We've even had guests that, you know, work for local government or 501c3 nonprofits that promote, you know, manufacturing as a career. Now, again, I personally have known you, but our listeners don't. So if you would kind of just give a little bit of background about you as the director of sales for Tico Technology. And after that, I would just like to ask you some things about Tico Technology as a company. So let's start first with your history. Well, I've been in the business for 30 years. Started out as account manager in a small territory for a distributor. Then I went into the manufacturing side. So I worked for one of our vendors that I represented for about 15 years. In that role, I was a district sales manager working within multi-state territory, moved over to vertical market specialist where our company was trying to break into a specific vertical that we required a lot of intelligence and, and just a deep dive in how to be successful in that market and bring the products to the market that the customers required. From there, went back to the distribution world. I started working for an automation distributor because I was always a pneumatic guy. Okay. And what I saw was an evolution of customers that they were going more and more into automation and bringing more of that to the forefront. So I wanted to learn as much as I could about that. So I, I switched over to an automation distributor and then ultimately landed with Tico. Okay, awesome. So... Obviously, in for the last 10 years, I've known you as a friend, a mentor, a guy that I've leaned on for both professional, you know, manufacturing application questions, and then just, you know, normal human life. Now, for our listeners, Tico Technology, what's the history and, you know, what is Tico Technology today? Well, you know, we were founded in 1937. About 20 years after that, yeah, we were, we were doing gear reducers, clutches, and brake components. About 20 years later, we started distributing a pneumatic vendor, and it worked really well for us. There was a big demand in our market in Northern California, and so we started adding additional complementary lines. And we've been distributing pneumatics since that point in time, uh, around 1957. So that that was the pneumatic side, and then we've grown from there. Wow. So I guess then Tico Technology today – 
you know, who are some of the, I guess, customers that you would see? So, you know, I get a lot of questions, Scott, because people always say, all right, well, you know, manufacturing is everywhere. So, I mean, there's food processing, there's semiconductor. Does Tico Technology serve, like, let's say, just the automotive sector? Or I guess, who's a customer for Tico Technology? Anyone that has a requirement to move something. So, I mean, you know, obviously within our trading area, we have specific markets okay. that are large, like semiconductor and, and medical instruments. However, you know, one of our goals that we, we've been working towards and I believe have achieved is to do, you know, be very diverse and be able to help just about any industry out there. So if they have a requirement to move something or even guard it, hard guard it for safety with uh, light purpose, things of that nature, we're available to them as a resource. Wow, okay. So, and I, and I just, I want to peel the onion back a little bit more, just because again, I don't know who all the listeners are, but when we talk specifically about moving something, I believe what you're talking about is, you know, Anybody that makes a product, they'll have an assembly line, whether it's, you know, a workflow where there's, you know, manual labor for assemblies or things, or now this world of automation and robotics. So when you say move something, I think you're really saying any company that makes something, Tico Technology can go and help them with their manufacturing process from start to finish. Is that correct? Absolutely. And, and I guess I should clarify, when I say move something, it could be moving a part from point A to point B. Okay. It could be moving a part from point A or anywhere in between at a certain velocity, at a certain torque level. It can be moving fluid. You know, we might do a dispensing device that is dispensing fluid on a glue application or maybe even in a high-tech medical dispense of reagents. So, you know, we, we like to think that if you need automation and you have a requirement, Tico can fulfill that need. Okay, awesome. Now I do wanna just ask this question. So when we talk about automation in the process of making something, does Tico also offer the ability to help maybe an OEM with their product? For example, a medical device that has pneumatic valves in it. Is that something that Tico also could help the customer directly with? Yeah, so here's what we do is we go out and visit a customer mm -hmm. or they come to us. We would look at their application. I mean, it, you know, what we always start with is can we know more about what you're trying to achieve? And once they give us the key indicators there, then we know which direction to go. It could be that they just need a, a pneumatic valve manifold. Here's the parameters. Here's the flow. Here's the pressure. Here's the voltage. You know, it's high density. We need a wire way. Okay. We will direct them to the correct product. Now, from there, it could be that, you know, in addition to that, you need a, a filter and a regulator. And I also noticed that you are varying pressures a lot. Maybe you want to do that with an electronic regulator versus doing it with manual regulators. So we'll start suggesting technology to them that they may not know about or be aware of and then leave it in their court if they want to implement that technology or not. It could be diagnostics. There's a lot of different avenues that with the right questions, hopefully we'll get all the key information to give them the best solution possible. So it really then sounds to me that any manufacturer that's near your offices has the ability to get some level of engineering or technical help 
with not only making their product, but also helping them with their manufacturing processes as well. Yeah, I mean, that's our value proposition. If we walk in to a customer and just go through the motions and and give them a valve, you know, and we don't dig deeper and we don't give them a solution, they're only going to come to us once. It's going to be one and done. But if we go in and we're really zeroing and focus on their application and be an expert to them within the product groups that we represent, they will look at us as a resource that they'll invite back again and again and again. And eventually we become partners with them. And that's the goal. We want to get to a partnership where they rely on us to be their technical experts in the areas of expertise that we offer. Wow. So, you know, for me, and again, it's just been such an honor and a pleasure to just be one of your many suppliers that, you know, offers solutions that you can, you know, work with, you know, and collaborate with any manufacturer of any industry. And you've kind of shared a little bit about just, you know, I would say your, I don't even know your sales approach, but your approach to helping these manufacturers with, again, either their end product development or their process. So can you talk a little bit specifically then from a technology standpoint, whether it's, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be Coganate, but just generalized. So not, you know, necessarily specifically calling out, you know, all the lines, but I guess what are all the technologies that you can help a manufacturer with? For example, you know, I've heard this word of like, you know, machine guarding. Do you guys do robotics? Do you just do pneumatic? I guess, what are all of the different I guess, technologies that manufacturers today are using? Well, I mean, we have four divisions at Tico Technology. Oh, wow. Okay. And we started out with pneumatic. Okay. And, you know, then we we got into the aluminum framing extrusions. And that's been extremely successful because almost anything that any customer that's using pneumatics has a requirement to guard something, to have a flexibility for prototyping to build out a frame. So we offered that service. Okay. From there, we started down the automation path because as I mentioned earlier, if a customer wants a finer control, then you need to be able to offer that to them. Pneumatics has some really great technology out there that allows you to control, to position, to do timing, but it is limited in areas where you might need microns of accuracy and you want to hit that mark over and over and over. So, you know, that's when the automation comes in. Maybe we switch over to electromechanical solution versus a pneumatic solution. Okay. So again, just to clarify, you've got a pneumatic division, a framing division, an automation division. Yeah, there's a fourth one. It's a hydraulic division. So what we really did to differentiate ourselves from the hydraulic market is we went after custom hose assemblies. So we go out to a customer and let's say they're building a piece of harvesting equipment. Okay. And they're building these hose assemblies in-house. And there's a lot of liability in a hose assembly. You're, You're talking about high pressure. You're talking about if the hose bursts, it can hurt someone, it makes a mess. So we offer a service to build those hose assemblies. And we take it to the next level in that we we offer kits. So we'll come in, we'll measure out your machine, we'll create a hose assembly, and then offer the entire machine in a kit labeled. So every hose is is cleaned, it's labeled, and then we actually package them that 
So when you pull open the box, it's based on flow of the machine. So you open the box, the first hose you grab is going to be the first connection point that you make. And we'll, we'll make sure that we get that right so we can uh, make sure you, you know, you're very efficient in your manufacturing. Wow. So let me just ask you this, just from a general question, just from my knowledge. So let's say I work for the road commission and I'm driving a big, I don't know, tractor or, you know, heavy machine equipment. And maybe I don't have a contract with Tico, but something breaks. Will Tico still help that customer or, you know, me if I break down and I need help? Or do you have to have a contract with Tico? We do have an office in Reno. Okay. So if, if you are local to the area, okay. we do have a walk-in service. If you're in Fresno okay. and you know your hose, you need a one-off repair and you need it now, obviously you're going to find someone local to, to do that. Sure, sure. So our, you know, but, but what we do, Willie, is we offer crimpers okay. and we offer inventory for those occasions to our customers. So if they do need to build a hose in a hurry, you know, where we have a service to, to take care of that aspect as well. Well, and to me, and I ask that because I think that's a really nice value to know that if you are local to your point, but something happens, that Tico technology can in fact help, you know, somebody that's maybe just in the area working for a short period of time. Tico is a company that people can go to for help for hydraulic pneumatic and framing and automation, even if something just breaks down that day, as long as they're local, that's great. Now, I have to ask you, because I heard a little rumor that Tico technology is now ISO certified. I guess, number one, can you confirm that? And then maybe talk about why you did it, and I guess the benefits of being an ISO you know, certified value-add distributor. Sure, yes, you are correct. We are an ISO 9001 certified. The reason we did it, Willie, is that we've been doing value-add assemblies for a long time. Okay. And we do a really good job in that area. That's an area of expertise for Tico. You know, that's the other service we offer is to go into a customer, and if you're working with them on a valve manifold, we'll always mention that we can put it on a back plane, we can do it at tubing harness for them, and we can, we can bundle the product and make it turnkey for them. So they get, they have one part number, one transaction, they order this from us and they get exactly what they want that's assembled and ready to go. We call it plug and play. And over time, customers have evolved. And in the evolution of the customer, they now have more stringent requirements to their customer base. So Tico going to the next level and becoming ISO 9001 lends credibility to our process. Our process was always good, but now we have the credibility that, that our customers can lean on us and say, yes, we use Tico technology and they're ISO 9001 certified. So they can now, with their ISO 9001, it makes it a lot easier in their audit trail to say Tico's ISO 9001, we're ISO 9001, and they don't have to send someone out to audit us. So it's a big deal. It saves our customers money. Wow. So I guess, and I just want to ask for the context of maybe there's a listener that's also in the world of manufacturing, and maybe they're looking at that process. 
I guess in everybody, I'm, I assume is going to be different. Can you just kind of outline, hey, if, if somebody wants to get, you know, ISO 9001 certified, depending on, again, as you had said, how good their systems were before, what's kind of the, the timeline? I mean, is it like a one-year deal? Is it a five-year deal? Is it a lot of work? Well, you know, it, this is a loaded question. Okay. And reason being is it depends how many people you can throw at it. Okay. Okay. Because you there's there's a lot of documentation that goes around it. Okay. And you know if you're a medium sized distributor like Tico, we have everyday business to okay. do and conduct. I mean we've got to hit our customers' delivery dates. You know we we we're a sales organization. Everything we do is to satisfy our customer and create revenue. So the ISO 9001 certification, we hired someone specific, a quality manager to take on that task. So you have one guy working with multiple departments driving the initiative. And okay. so, you know, it's hard to answer exactly how long it would take. It just depends on how how many people you can throw at it. Okay. Now, I also want to ask too, and I don't know a lot about this, but I also heard that you have a UL certification. I don't know anything about it. Can you talk about that and why you guys, you know, decided to invest that time for that certification yeah so i mean the customers really drove that because you know when we were doing our value add assemblies and when we added the automation piece to the pneumatics so just to back up i mean we've done pneumatic valve manifolds forever we've mounted pneumatic valves on back planes created a nice pneumatic diagram and built everything to that specification but all of our customers out there is also utilizing automation with the pneumatic products. So for instance, you have field bus on a valve manifold. Well, there's going to be a PLC associated with that. And then there's going to be, you know, product around that PLC to support the automation aspect. So we started building, you know, as we got in the automation side, our customers started asking us, to build panels for them and and put their all their automation and pneumatics on one panel. Okay. Well, as we were moving along, we were doing that. And we were doing a really nice job. What we recognized that several of our customers uh, required a UL 508A oh, okay. with their certification for their machine. So Tico did all the training. We went through the process and became UL 508A. So, you know, that, that was something that was customer driven just to offer our customer more services. Okay. That's, that's awesome. So again, congratulations to you and your team. Now I do want to ask you just, and this is more your experience, your leadership. And again, for our listeners, you know, you had mentioned you guys, and I would say, I think that you guys are bigger than a medium sized distributor, but I don't really have a quantified, you know, idea of what makes you large or small in terms of servicing. But I do want to ask you, you know, you are in management and you have, you know, four different divisions. You're, you're managing, you know, a sales team, as you said, transactions every day. I guess as of today, based on everything that Tico Technology offers, all the industries that you serve in manufacturing, understanding kind of your approach and all the things that you guys are involved in from handshake to, you know, collaboration, talking about your ISO certification, I guess for you as a manager, Scott, what 
what's maybe the challenge or the opportunity now? Because it sounds like to me, you've got everything in place to serve manufacturing based on what the customer's needs are, what's required in terms of, you know, being a, you know, ISO certified supplier. Is there maybe a, a category or a task that you're now focusing your attention on, whether it be marketing or I don't know, I guess, is there something that you see as an opportunity that you're really putting a lot of attention to now for Tico technology as a whole? Yeah. So, you know, we, we recently upgraded our MRP CRM okay. system, and it has a lot more capabilities. And, you know, part of that initiative is for the production side and then also, you know, automating the warehouse. Okay. And really the end game is to be able to offer services that the next generation wants. You know, they want to go online. They want to have a portal that they can go into. They want to be able to, you know, do orders through a portal and do it after hours or whenever they want to do it. They don't need to call someone. Uh, so that's one aspect. So setting the system up to comply with future generations and the way people work. The next thing is digital footprint. You know, how do we get our message out there? So on the social media side, we do LinkedIn. Okay. We've got Facebook. And actually on our webpage, you'll notice that there's a link to a demo van. So we wow. also are bringing the trade show to the customer. So you guys actually have, when you say trade show to the customer, you guys invested in like a demo van? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what is really we've noticed is that as everyone gets lean, the engineers don't have time to go out to the trade shows like they used to. Oh. So we made a decision to make a, a investment in a van that has our key core products in it. And the beautiful thing about it, Willie, is it's, it's live. It works. It's not just sitting there static. We, we light things up, we move things, and we introduce new technology right at the customer site. So if you're out there and you're interested in seeing new technology, you could, you could visit our website. That's uh, www.ticotechnology.com. And there's a, a tab on there that shows our demo van, and you can actually schedule a visit now, through I, our website. I, I, I do want to ask in the context of the listeners. So if if I'm a manufacturer and I do want to see, you know, the, you know, as you said, trade show to me, does that cost the, the manufacturer anything to have Tico visit and show the demo? No. You know, what we need is, a, you know, some space set aside for us in someone's parking lot. Okay. And that's it. And, and you know, we'll just organize it with the person that's the blasting the message out to their company and we'll do everything else. Wow. That's tremendous. I do want to ask you too, you know, in manufacturing, as you know, just like with us at Kogan A, there's things that we're developing. And if we collaborate or, you know, just judging by our past, right, we've had some successes together where we've supplied you a component that you guys have integrated for, you know, an end manufacturing company. I know being in marketing for Kogane, there are some challenges I think that are unique for us because of being in manufacturing. Can you maybe talk about or agree that, you know, you see challenges in 
how do you market with regard to you know protecting customers ip for example i mean do you see those being challenges or having to be intentional in your marketing approach yeah for sure i mean you know we especially in northern california the silicon valley and you know just a real high tech area and a lot of startups people want to protect their intellectual property so we may work on a project sign an nda actually signing an nda is is normal for us and we have to protect that information for that customer so you know the challenge is we come up with something really cool for an application i can't necessarily just put it on the website and show everyone right so it, it really does factor in our ability to show what our true capabilities are and that's why there is no substitute to invite tico in the door let us work with your engineers let us find out what their key points are or their critical areas and are and then let us come up with a solution help come up with a solution that meets you know all the key points that they're they're tasked to do wow so I want to ask you this this question because I I don't think I've even I don't think I've ever asked you this before but 10 15 years from now let's say 20 where do you see from a technology standpoint what is the future of manufacturing going to look like wow wow man I can tell you from being in this for as long as I have I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's really you know, it's really a, a market that there are you know technology moves fast, mm -hmm. and we're doing stuff today that is so cool, and it gives customers so much more capabilities to remote monitor their machine. For instance, you know, 20 years, 25 years ago, if someone would ask me that, I wouldn't have thought it possible. But you know, we can put systems in now that someone in Fresno can look at a, a customer in Ohio that bought their machine and maybe there's a malfunction of some sort, they can go in and, and look at the diagnostics of the machine and a lot of times correct the problem over the phone with, you know, so, so that is a massive deal. Obviously you got collaborative robots coming into the market. You've got AGVs, automated guided vehicles in the market now. So it's really a fast-moving market. The one thing I do know, Willie, mm -hmm. is that you're not willing as a high-tech distributor to evolve, you're dead. Yeah. They're, they're, you're not going to be around forever. And Tico's been around since 1937. And I'd like to say it's because we have open minds, we're very flexible, and we're always looking at what the future will bring. And we're always trying to align with suppliers that offer – something that our customers haven't seen. And I will say Kogan A is one of those suppliers that does it. They have the Blue Ocean product and they're always trying to come up with product that someone hasn't seen. They're not a me too provider. And that's a big thing for us is that we align with the right suppliers. Thank you. Thank you very much, Scott. So just to kind of round things out, you know, we, we've talked about who Tico Technology is. For all of our listeners, you can go to www.ticotechnology.com. Scott, are you on LinkedIn? Yes, I am. 
right. So to all of our listeners, if any of you guys have any questions or you want to learn more about Tico Technology, please look them up on social media. Go to their website, again, ticotechnology.com. Look for Scott Bailey on LinkedIn. If you have questions about management, leadership, what it's like to run a company that is in just about every industry and technology, I think you're going to be very happy to connect with Mr. Scott Bailey. Scott, as always, you know I love you. I thank you so much for everything. And most importantly, I thank you for sharing a little bit about Tico Technology today on the Where's Willie podcast show. I thank you so much. If any of you have any questions or you have interest to share your story on the Where's Willie podcast, please reach out to me. You can find more information on the Where's Willie podcast at whereswilliepodcast.com or find me on social on Facebook at Where's Willie podcast, Instagram, Where's Willie podcast, or on Twitter at Where's Willie P-O-D. Thank you all so much for tuning in and learning about Tico technology. Thank you for tuning in to the Where's Willie show. For more information on future shows, please visit whereswilliepodcast.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Where's Willie Podcast and on Twitter at Where's Willie P-O-D. Thank you all so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.